BHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calibaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who Who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously, is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. Don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, our special musical guests are Daniel and Angela Schwartz, who bring us four songs from their vagabond cabaret neo vaudeville act, Peaches and Crime. KB Cabaret is brought to you by. Acme Cellulite D-Dimpler. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Dear Granny Ada, what do you think about online dating? For the last three weeks, I have been online with this wonderful man from Rhode Island who's working for one of the many oil rigs in Saudi Arabia. He told me he has a 13-year-old daughter with him, and she loves it there. Granny Etta, I never met such a kind, romantic, loving man as Sebastian. He's also such a wonderful father. He has sent me roses and poetry. I'm swept away. My dilemma is this. His little girl lost her passport, and his money is tied up in investment funds overseas. He's desperate. He's asking me to wire him $10,000 so he can pay for his daughter's papers and airfare back to the country. What is the most secure way for me to send these funds to my darling Sebastian and his poor little girl? I'm in love and lost in space. Dear Lost, how delightful. You seem head over heels for this virtual Romeo. He seems like a real gem. My best advice is for you to keep your funds in your pocket. That is the safest, most secure route you can take. This is a scam, dear. 
No man would ask you to send him $10,000 for anything in three months. You've never met him, or held him, or had him. Drop him, and fast. Otherwise, you will be asking for money from your family to bail you out of the poorhouse. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada anybody home? Right here, Beulah, I'm doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City's chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh, I thank you, everybody. Beulah, are you okay? Oh, I seem to have a cold, dear. Most undesirable. But I will be fine, dear, in just a few hours. That's why I brought my thermos. I see that. It sure is big. Mama told me to drink the cold remedy nice and warm. Looks intriguing. What's in it? My mama may have been many things, but she sure knew how to get rid of a cough and a cold. And I assume you're going to tell us. Why, of course, dear. That's what I intend to do in Didi. Yes, ma'am. I'd offer you some, but this baby is all mine. Yes, indeedy. Smells interesting. What's in it? The miracle herb, turmeric. Turmeric? Oh, dear, yes. This dish is a wonderful little herb that's been used for all sorts of medicinal purposes for thousands of years in India and China as well. Here, dears, you read this. In this condition, I can't pronounce these thingamabobs. Medicinal value of turmeric is due to the compound curcumin. There are three different curcuminoids present in turmeric, and they are Diferulomethane, dimetoxycurcumin, and bistimetoxycurcumin. Of the three, diferulomethane is present in higher amounts and is responsible for the color and medicinal value of the herb. Curcumin serves as an anti-inflammatory agent and also possesses antibacterial and antiviral action. These properties of turmeric aid in treatment of bacterial and viral infections such as cough and cold. The anti-inflammatory action of curcumin aids in relieving the chest congestion that develops in people suffering from chronic cough. Use of volatile oil extracted from turmeric for cough is also very promising in relieving cough by getting rid of phlegm. Well, that's quite impressive. So, how do you take it for a cold? Beulah? Oh, dear. Oh, oh, oh. No, one more for the road, please. Beulah? Oh, dear. Oh, I must have dozed off. So how does one take turmeric? Oh. Well, there are many ways, dear. 
Boil one tablespoon with water for 15 minutes. Mix it with warm goat's milk and suck on the root. <laughs> but I find the best way for absorption is to mix one tablespoon of turmeric with one to two egg yolks and one to two tablespoons of coconut oils and take it every six hours. But now I'm going to share with you my mother's secret way of taking this. <laughs> Would you like to hear it? Yes, of course. I, I can't wait. Now don't tell this to anyone. <laughs> ready? I'm ready, Beulah. What is it? Uh, Beulah? Beulah? Oh, oh. Uh, you call that full? Fill it to the brim. Beulah? Ooh, I fell asleep again, didn't I? Yes. Hmm. Uh, what, what were we saying? Along with the emulsion of turmeric, egg yolks, and coconut oil, your mother added a secret way of taking all that? Oh, yes. You take that stuff every six hours, and then you drink it with warm tumblers, as my sweet mama called it. May she rest in peace. <laughs> What's in the warm tumblers, Beulah? One tablespoon to... 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 Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Boiled for ten minutes with one cup of milk, goat, cow, or whatever. <laughs> That's an awfully huge thermos to contain just a cup of milk. That's the secret. The rest is warmed brandy. <laughs> I thought so. Um... Beulah, maybe you should go home and rest this off. Boys. Yes, Mama. Thank you, Mama. That's right. Here's the top of the thermos. Put it on. Thanks. Well, I'm sure Beulah will be cough and cold free in the morning. Just a little side note on turmeric. Turmeric is a spice and is very safe, but if you plan to take turmeric supplements, be careful. Supplements are not recommended when you are pregnant. Those with gallbladder problems, diabetes, or are to undergo surgery must avoid turmeric. Turmeric could slow blood clotting. Hence, those taking blood thinners must be careful. To be fair, we will post more information on our website containing this cough and cold recipe, along with a website with more information on the Miracle Spice turmeric. Just go to kbcabaret.com. That's k-b-k-a-b-a-r-e-t dot c-o-m, and scroll down to Beulah's Recipe Bar. Our guests this week on KB Cabaret are Daniel and Angela Schwartz from Peaches and Crime. Tell us a little bit about how Peaches and Crime got together and who the members of the band are. Uh, Daniel and I formed Peaches and Crime back in 2009 with some friends 
after he had spent an unhappy relationship writing murder ballads as a release from uh, the negative emotions that is associated with something like that. That combined with Angela's musical genius produced songs people wanted to hear, and we've created top-level talents to help bring those words of music to life. Uh, current members include uh, myself playing Angie Diamond, Daniel playing Danny Black, Charles Berman playing The Professor, Julia Adams playing Abigail Pinn, Chat McDonald playing Young Catherine, Mike Sclafani playing Mikey the Fifth, Tony Georges playing Musty the Greek, and Greg Baker playing Gregor Gregorovich Lunin. And speaking of good musicians, the first song we're going to hear today is It's a Good Thing. Give us a little bit of the background of that piece of music. Life is a meaningless cycle of disappointments one after another. And if you're not optimistic about them, that can really get you down. This song is designed to lift you up and includes our motto that there's nothing that's worth doing if you're not having fun. Sort of a Crowley-style free-for-all. Do what thou wilt, etc. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. Look, look, there's a 
spot. That's not a spot, Ruth. That's a yellow striped zone. I hate going to the mall on a weekday, but you had to choose the weekend to come. There's a white sale. I need to get some things. Oh, there's a spot. Oh, no. Why do they let motorcycles in parking spaces? You would think the mall people would create a separate spot for motorcycles. Well, they don't, Ruth. Why don't you drop me off at the entrance, Stanley? Then you can find a parking space. For God's sake, Ruth, I just passed the entrance. Well, go back. Oh, wait, there's a spot. There's a spot. The woman with the bags. She's going out. I see her. Gee, she's taking her time. I'm not waiting. Wait, I know she wants to outweigh us. We'll outweigh her. I once waited a half an hour and outweighed the outweighter. You're crazy. I'm not waiting a half hour for her to pull she's out. She's pulling out. It's about time. You think it's going to rain? How should I know? I just got my hair done. I don't want it to get wet. It's not going to rain. I don't know. I better take my umbrella. Oh, for the love of... Don't take the Lord's name in vain. Are you ready yet? I don't see why you're fussing. I'm going to check out the bed sheets in Drexel's department store. Ma! Alice! What are you doing here, Ma? You said I should get out more, so here I am. Well, this is great. Maybe you can help me. With what, dear? I don't want you to get embarrassed. Why would I get embarrassed? Why? What are you up to? I'm about to go purchase a trainee bra for Elizabeth. Mom, now everybody knows. I remember your father and I purchasing you a training bra. You and father? Yes, dear. I couldn't have done it without him. Alice, what are you doing here? Hi, Dad. Oh, my God, this is so weird. Come on, Stanley. I'll explain along the way. Ma, no, that's too revealing. What do you mean revealing? It has pretty lace. It's such a nice light blue color. Stanley, Stanley, what do you think? What do I think about what? This bra for Elizabeth. This has got to be the worst day of my life. What do I care? I never understood why you have to train those things anyway. Stanley. Leave me be, Ruth. I'm going over to the sports bar on the other side of the mall. Fine. I still don't know which is better, the light blue or the black. The light blue one. Really? Her hair's already short. Alice, your father thinks the light blue is better. Really? I never knew father was so into bra fashion. Your father is a wonderful person. You just never appreciated him. Oh, Stanley, I dropped that. Will you pick it up? What is this thing? I don't know. It looks like a handkerchief or something. Hello. May I help you, sir? Well, hello. Never mind, Stanley. Why don't you go to the sports bar? Bet you'd look good in whatever this is. I'll hang it up, Stanley. You can go. Were you looking for G-strings, ma'am? What? Her, uh, <clears throat> she shops for underwear at Barney's Surplus Store in the men's department. Stanley! Well, if there's anything I can help you with... You can help me anytime you want. Stanley, I need to ask you a question over here. <clears throat> Excuse me, dear. My sister needs me. What did you say? Oh, nothing. Just having a little fun, finally. Of all the rotten meat. Well, we're done. We found two we liked. Right, Elizabeth? <laughs> One blue and this floor... Ma, why are you crying? Because she's an idiot. Stanley, I'm never going to talk to you again. What just happened? It's your fault. I was just fooling around. My fault? I was in the dressing room with Elizabeth. Can we just go? We're making a scene. Let's go. There's nothing in here for you anyway. Wait. I want to buy this. What's that? It's me. I like it. Ma. Mom, that's a bustier. Oh, for crying out loud. You're much better off at Barney's Surplus Store. I'm getting a drink. Maybe that young sales clerk would like to join me. (laughs) (laughs) Stanley!
so our saga ends again for now. But join us next time for The Dysfunctionals. And now, The Massage by Acme D. Dimpler. This way, ma'am. Thank you. Now, uh, just change out of your clothes and get under the covers face down. I'll be right back. Ready? Yes, you can come in. Now, I want you to tell me if I'm too light or heavy in the touch, okay? Okay. Are there any issues you would like me to address? N- no, not not really. I see you have a lot of cellulite on your body. Huh? Cellulite. Fat cells that's causing dimpling on your body. Would you like me to make them disappear? Oh, well, I, I didn't really know I had cellulite. Well, <clears throat> you seem to be indulging a little on the cheese whiz, maybe. Huh? No worries, ma'am. I'll take care of them for you. Thank you, I, I think. Now, do not worry. I'm going to apply this marvelous cream on your back. It is called Acme Cellulite Dedimpler Cream. Mmm. Feels good, yes? Mmm. Very nice. Now, I shall apply the Acme Dedimpler Turbo Press. Please hang on to those two bars at the side of your table. Uh, here? Yes. And I will strap down your legs and... Another strap for your arms. Why? Things can get a little slippery sometimes. Here, bite down on this rubber rod. What? Don't worry, ma'am. Cellulite is just a tough cookie to crumble. (laughs) Okay, then. Goggles for me. And... Okay, ma'am. Just a few more minutes, you'll be fine. You want all that nasty fat to be dispersed? You'll think twice about eating that cheese whiz next time. (laughs) There now. That wasn't so bad, was it? Here's a tissue. Now you better bite back on that rubber rod. We have more work to do. No, I want you to stop. Now, now we are done with the turbo press. Now let me introduce you to Acme Dedimpler Scrubbing Scouring Brush. This is going to do wonders on your calves and butt cheeks. No, I'm really happy with my fat. I doubt it. Now bite down. Here we go. You're going to love this. This is going to brush that cellulite away. No more dimples, fat cheeks. Yes, sirree. 
Acme Cellulite to Dimpler Turbo Tools will get rid of your unsightly cellulite dimples. With a little love and a lot of elbow grease, you will be able to shed the fat and keep the curves. Follow up with six weeks of skin grafting at your local hospital, and you will look like new. Possible side effects include itching, rashes, severe coughing, spleen replacement, and possibly death. Most insurances will cover skin grafting at a hospital near you. Acme, serving our community for over 300 years. Our next song that we're going to listen to is You Can't Keep a Good Woman Down. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, outside of our normal inspiration from the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, this piece actually was inspired originally by the movie Kill Bill, in which a particular scene includes Uma Thurman breaking her way out of a coffin. Spoiler alert. Well, that's an interesting question. Why? Because it has two answers. Really? Busy and confusing. What? I don't follow. Ever since I hired my daughter's boyfriend to wait on tables, things have been confusing. What do you mean? How confusing can it be to take orders in a diner? It's hard to explain. Try me. You know what? Feel like coffee? 
I'll show you. Wow, I've never seen it so busy. I know. And you think it's because of your daughter's boyfriend? I don't know. Ah, fare thee well, my dear maiden. Might you be here for the gastronomic feast of the commoner? Well, this is my friend Janie. Janie, this is my daughter's boyfriend, Will. Hi, nice to meet you. The honor is mine, dear maiden. Would thou fare with molten brew of dark from the pot? Huh? Hot coffee. Oh, yeah, thanks. Prithee wait, fair maiden, and my return wilt be short. Does he always speak like that? Yes. That's awesome. Sir, sir. Anon, my fair maiden, speak. Do you mind if we place our order? We're sort of in a hurry. Hide thee hence. I shall mark thy words. I'll have two eggs sunny side up with large orange juice and dry white toast. And I'll have a serving of oatmeal with brown sugar and cream. Very good. I shall go hence. Anon, fair maidens. Anon, good cook. Pray, hear me speak. Yeah, what you got, Will? I feign gladly. Two yolks on the fair feathered fowl in the side of up. With arid bread of white and elixir of orange hither. And to follow. Follow an honest bowl of porridge that hangs upon the jewel of the nightly sweet and the float of cream. Two eggs up, dry toast white, OJ oatmeal with brown sugar and cream. Got it. Thanks, Will. And hie thee hence, or hither be gone. Yeah, it'll be out in two shakes. I thank thee, good cook. Gentlefolk, I bring you brew of dark hence. Dost thou care for a dish fit for the gods? Yeah, what are your specials? The rich cakes of three whence the syrup flow, and a trio of flesh off the loin of swine, and Benedict's yoke upon the English fare, and beneath once more with a single flesh off the loin of swine. He says the specials are three pancakes with syrup and three slices of bacon, or eggs Benedict. Cool. Nah, well, I'm good with the molten brew of dark. Very good, dear maiden. I shall take my leave. And he always talks like that? Always. Is he an actor? No, that's the thing. That's just the way he is. I don't know what the customers or my daughter Juliet sees in him. Well, you're up. Ho, ladies, your breakfast awaits. (laughs) Well... That's the short of the long of it. I wouldn't worry. You haven't seen better days than this. The customers are on but a stage. Shall we be off? I guess. After you. Oh, jeez. I'm tripping over my own feet. Wisely and slow, they stumble that run fast. Well said, Will. Well said. The next song from Peaches and Crime that we're going to hear is called The Death Row Swing. Tell us about that. The death penalty is a horrific violation of human rights, so we decided to shed a happy light on it to encourage people to think about it critically.
Freezers, an unusual family with an unusual ability, where family members can and do spontaneously freeze at any given moment for varying lengths of time and with no prior notice or control. The dinner table has been set and family seated, enjoying a delicious meal with a close friend. Suddenly and without warning, Uncle Billy freezes while being passed a bowl of mashed potatoes. Someone takes the bowl from Uncle Billy, serves themselves, and puts the bowl back in his hands. Family members continue on as if nothing has happened and everything is normal. The dinner guest, however, is a bit surprised. Oh my god! I think the old man is having a stroke! Ah, oh, crap. Uncle Billy just froze. What's happening? Why is he doing that? Well, like I said, he, he froze. It just happens. Runs in the family. I think it has something to do with an extra chromosome or something missing in her DNA. I'm not sure. We never really had it checked out. He doesn't seem to be responding. Is he okay? Oh, he's fine. It happened before. To most of us. Wow. How long does it last? Minutes. Hours. Days. 
Years. You just never know. Years? You should have been here when Aunt Millie turned up missing. Two hours later, Dad checked the bathroom and found her frozen on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Now there's something you can't unsee. Sammy, get your finger out of Uncle Billy's ear. Think he'll feel that when he comes back? Just eat. Come here, Robert. I want to show you something. What? Over there, on the couch. Oh, my. Are they... Dead? No. Froze? Yep. Been like that for about a week. Who are they? Those are my cousins. They froze together at the exact same time. Right in the middle of their conversation. Can you believe it? Weird, huh? But that's nothing. Come check this out. Wow. They all came in here and froze? No. We hosted our family reunion here several years ago. Years ago? Uh-huh. We think that maybe alcohol may have had something to do with them being frozen so long. And you stuck them all in his room? Well, we had to put them someplace. Because calling a doctor would be what? Stupid? Oh, that's Cousin Eddie. Froze in the middle of a sneeze. <laughs> Pretty funny, huh? That kid next to him is his 12-year-old son, Ernie. He froze just as he was trying to kiss his first cousin, Jessica. Little turd. That'll teach him. And cousin Earl is that guy underneath Aunt Millie. What the... Yeah, I know. Aunt Millie froze while she was on the can. And you had to put her over cousin Earl? If you look closely, you can see how her feet are tucked into Earl's armpits. It helps hold her up. Jeez, the least you could have done was pull up her pants and take that roll of toilet paper out of her hand. So what happens to them now? Well, we just wait until they, well, you know, thaw. Thaw? You know, come back. Then what? Well, depending on how long they're frozen, we catch them up on current events and then send them on their way. Uncle Billy's back. Make sure you save him some mashed potatoes. Speaking of mashed potatoes, come on, Bob. Our food's getting cold. All right, who put the mashed potatoes in Uncle Billy's head? <laughs> well, you did say to save him some. Hold still, Uncle Billy. Uh, mashed potatoes, Bob? Uh, I think I'll pass. Dad, look! Aunt Millie's back. Hey, Millie. Welcome back. Everything Okay. Long have I been in there? A little over two years. Two years, huh? Well, I don't want to overstay my welcome, so I'm heading home. Uh, back of your skirt is tucked into your. Hey, Millie, you want me to. No, but I'm good. Someone's going to have to clean Cousin Earl. And I'd take some Lysol in there, too, if I were you. Hey, hope someone fed my cats. Hey, Cousin Ernie's back, too. <laughs> Two frickin' years, buddy. Two years? All right. Jessica's got to have some boobs by now. Ernie. And now, KB Cabaret presents... 
Dilly Dally Sally. Come on, I don't want to be late. Relax, the reservation isn't until 7.30. Yeah, but it takes a half hour to get there, and it will take you another hour and a half to get ready. I'm almost done. Go take a pill and get off my back. You know, I wouldn't need these pills if you weren't always Dilly Dally Sally. What did you call me? Dilly Dally Sally. We're always late because you take too long to do everything. Oh, yeah? Take a chill pill, Phil. Don't be so callous, Alice. Don't be so snotty, Scotty. You're full of strife, wife. You're getting tubby, hubby. Your butt's too saggy, Maggie. You're built like a blob, Bob. You're built like a barrel, Carol. You're no good in bed, Ted. You're only my spare, Claire. Your kisses are chilly, Billy. You dress like a man, Marianne. Your love life will cease, Maurice. You're beginning to smell, Giselle. You're dandruff's like Calcum, Malcolm. You act like a felon, Helen. You need a warden, Jordan. Go suck a banana, Hannah. Go sit on a candle, Randall. Your face is too hairy, Sherry. I think you've been farting, Martin. Your armpits are smelly, Kelly. Your life is imperiled, Gerald. Mm, I can't think of any more. It's time to stop, Pop. How about a kiss, Chris? Let's see you pucker, Tucker. Oh, no! Look at the time! We're going to be late, Kate. Eh, here we go again, Glenn. Have you heard the Brass Astros' new song? No? That's because they haven't made it yet. They're still resolving issues, as they say. Will Corey, Danny, and Zeke be able to let bygones be bygones and find that lost musical passion again? Can Gracie succeed in her dual roles as Danny's girlfriend and Corey's daughter? Would Zeke rather be sitting on the couch with a beer and some weed? Join us as we try to answer these questions on this episode of The Brass Astros. I can't believe you guys bought Zeke a brand new set of drums. He's gonna be thrilled. I don't remember ever seeing Zeke thrilled. Uh, it was that time you fell off the stage in Cleveland. He talked about that for weeks. Quiet. Here he comes. Hey, Zeke, close your eyes before you come in. What for? You'll see. Come on, close them. Okay, they're closed. Hurry up. Right this way. Surprise! Surprise! Well, what do you think? Great, huh? Um, thanks. <laughs> That's it? Thanks? No excitement, no enthusiasm, no OMG, I thought I'd never be able to play again, and now I can. Thanks. I said thanks. Well then, play. Let's hear something. One of those 20-minute drum solos. No, I can't play anymore. I haven't played since we broke up. Come on, it's just like riding a bike. You never forget. I forgot everything. Zeke, shut up, sit down, and play the damn drums.
Wow. That really sucked. <laughs> I guess you never rode a bike. See? I told you. I can't do this anymore. This whole reunion idea is stupid. I'm going back home and make some smoke. No, wait. You just need some practice. Listen to my new riff. We could make a hit song from this riff. We're not playing that crap. Wake up, Danny. It's the 21st century. That's the kind of music I played down at the gin mill. They eat it up. With that kind of music, you'll be playing at dives like the gin mill for the rest of your life. Well, I love it. Great riff, Dad. It's so cool. Very modern. What do you know? You're too young to recognize good music when you hear it. Too young? Maybe I'm too young for you. Nah, you're talking some sense. Stay out of this, Corey. Hey, she's my daughter, and that's my riff. That's what we're arguing about. Do you have to play so loud? I'm having trouble with my hearing. You want me to play something quiet? Yes. Then turn your headphones all the way up so you can hear it. Okay, go ahead. Damn it, Corey, that hurt. Now I can't hear anything. I can't believe you're still falling for that old trick after all these years. What? See that, Gracie? The old deaf guy there is your boyfriend. That was mean, Dad. Danny really does have hearing problems. Then he shouldn't be criticizing my riff. You guys never stop, do you? Zeke, help me out here. What do you think? I wonder how much I could get for these drums on eBay. I don't get why we have to go to this Lamaze class. Why can't I just stay in the waiting room while you have the baby? You know, with the newspaper and the cigar and pace back and forth with the other fathers. I'll say, oh, I'm the father of a healthy baby boy? That's great. Clean him up and let me know when it's time to take him home. You're showing your age, dear. They don't have waiting rooms in the maternity wards anymore. And if they did, they certainly wouldn't let you smoke a cigar there. You go right into the delivery room with me. Okay, but I'm just going to stand there and hide in the corner with my eyes closed. No, you're not. You're going to be an active part in this birthing process. You have to go to Lamaze class. You know, honey, I'm really excited about this baby. But the truth is, I don't want to be there when you give birth. That's okay, dear. The truth is, you weren't there when I got pregnant either. Okay, okay, I get the message. But I'm not going to like any part of this. Well, here we are. Just go in there and don't embarrass me. Oh, man, look at these people. They're all young enough to be my children. One of the girls here is with her mother. Maybe she's closer to your age. I can't relate to any of these fathers. They all have tattoos and nose rings and those low-rider pants. The refrigerator repairman look. Hey, Pops. Grandparenting class is next door. Welcome to Lamaze class. I'm Nurse Ratchet. Wow, good morning, Nurse Ratchet. And isn't that a lovely white dress you're wearing today? Sit down and shut up, old man. Now, 
I want all the men to listen up. I don't like the idea of men in the delivery room any more than you do. The only thing you have to remember is, don't show up drunk and get sick all over my nice, clean floor. One month later... My God, I can't believe we're actually going through with this. Let's see, is it one short breath and three long breaths? Or was it one long breath and three short breaths? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Just, just, just shut up, dear. Hello, sir. I'm Aspen, your student nurse. We're going to, like, hook you up to an IV. Uh, like, no, you're not. This is the maternity ward, remember? That pregnant lady's the patient. Well, like when you came in, I, like, thought it was the geriatric ward. <laughs> Pops! Hey, Pops! Am I glad to see you? Oh, no, not you again. Hey, Pops, I forget. Is it one long breath and three short breaths, or, or is it the other way around? Fridge, I have a great idea. Why don't you and Aspen here go across the hall and help with your baby while I stay over here with the lovely Nurse Ratchet? Good idea. Hey, see you later. Okay, Nurse Ratchet, I'm ready to assist. Is it one long breath and three short breaths, or the other way around? Just sit down and shut up, old man. I'll take it from here. Three months later... Hello? Hey, Pops. It's Fridge. I want to invite you to the Lamaze Class Alumni Reunion. We're going to get together to talk about the good times. We didn't have any good times. What about when we voted you most likely to drop dead of old age in the delivery room? You know, Fridge, I'm touched that you'd reach across the generational divide to our common bond and fatherhood to invite me to the reunion. I'll be there. Great. We'll put the reservation in your name. That way we get the senior citizen discount. The last song we're going to hear from Peaches and Crime this evening is Alibi Dancer. Tell us something about that. Well, Alibi Dancer is meant to be a little dance number about never being at fault. Uh, being full of excuses and getting away with murder. Evading responsibility is a key portion. Well, speaking of evading responsibility, it's about time to end the show. So thank you very much for coming on KB Cabaret, Peaches and Crime. Tell us about where people can find out more information. You can visit our website, www.peachesandcrime.com, all one word, all spelled out. We're also on Facebook. You should like us on Facebook, for there is no one like us on Facebook. Our music is also available for purchase on iTunes and cdbaby.com. I wasn't at the Iris Friday evening. No, 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 no. I didn't have a drink or two or four. No, 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 no. I didn't dance with Roman hands Romano. No, 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 no. Go. No, no. I don't know. No, no. Don't ask me anymore. You never met me. You never seen me. You don't know me. Alibi dancer all night long. Oh, 
folks on Sunday. Oh, no, no, no. Around the time that gin joint blew on Vine. Oh, no, no, no. I spent the evening in another's company. Oh, no, no, no. Just who? I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up with our climbing number of over 14,000 listeners that we are generating live on this show, our podcast, and on iTunes. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Share our policy. Come back again now to KB Cabaret.